You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Washington football team nation, what is going on? Five and seven, your Washington football team. How you feeling, Todd? Man, I'm feeling pretty good. I'm feeling pretty good. I appreciate you always asking me that. You're such a chivalrous man. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing great, man. I can't complain. Uh, things are things are looking on the up. So yeah, I was thinking, and last year this time they were three and ten. Their head coach had been fired. Their interim coach was only focused on rushing attempts. Um, mm-hmm. They had a team president who who every fan hated. They had, you know, unbeknownst to us, a pretty significant scandal building up. <laughs> yeah. um, they, they had no direction really. Well, they had a young quarterback who, you know, was up and down. And now they've... Well, the fun thing, the fun thing is we were... Fighting for Chase Young. Fighting for so. Chase Young. That was the positive out of all of it. And, and got him. Yeah. Yeah. And got the him. thing is, it's funny now because, you know, it's just been so easy for so many years for everyone to just hate on the Washington Redskins because you hate the owner. They do all these dumb things, terrible decisions, mishandle all these players, all of that. But now it's like, how can you not love them? You have a head coach who's fighting cancer, who's turning mm-hmm. the team around in one year. You have a quarterback who is winning games in one of the best sports comeback stories ever. You have guys like Terry McLaurin, Chase Young, who it's impossible to hate. You know, mm-hmm. they're not even they're not even named the Redskins anymore. Yeah. So if you're still trying to find ways to hate them, it's like, come on, like that's played yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's we're moving forward. It's 2020. We're reaching. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but anyway, it's five and seven. And I feel like with every win, we go into the next game like, all right, well, I need them to show me that they can do it again. <laughs> but that's really how I feel because the you had the Bengals game and it was, oh, well, Joe Burrow got hurt. Okay. Then you had the Cowboys game and it was like, okay, well, but they're the Cowboys. And I had the Steelers game and it's like, yeah, but now I need you to show me that it wasn't, <laughs> you know, a, a fluke. Not a fluke because they, they beat them well and they didn't oh, play yeah. great. So it definitely wasn't a fluke. But show me that it wasn't just a one and done. We didn't just play our Super Bowl. You know, show me you can beat a team that's in a similar, you know, same record, you know, similarly skilled and whatnot. So how are you feeling about that coming off of the win against Pittsburgh going into a, you know, a game that you now, if you just beat 11 team, you'd say you quote unquote should win. They're not even favorites though, which I'm right. fine with. So how are you yeah. feeling about that? Um, you know, 
San Francisco is um, one of my friends is a Rams fan. And I think they beat the Rams twice this year. They did beat the Rams <laughs> twice this year. Yeah. <laughs> and, he, and he keeps telling me, he's like, yo, do not sleep on them. Yo, that their defensive coordinator is crazy. Like he, he's so good. So part of me is like, man. Robert Salah. Yeah, Robert Salah. And I'm just like, you know, this 49ers team isn't bad, but they're not good. You know, like, no. like offensively, yeah. they're terrible. They don't have I'm not gonna say terrible injuries. But they, yeah, injuries. They've been hit by injuries. Kittle's not there. Garoppolo will probably miss him this week. Uh, Mo Mozart's been been in and out the lineup and, and banged up, and a couple of, of the other running backs and Debo Samuel and yeah, he's been Ayuk. banged up. I uh, sorry, Ayuk has been playing. I'm sorry, I was I just started naming players. Continue. Yeah, <laughs> but their defense is banged up, but they somehow they're still doing very 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 well. That scares me. But in a sense, it shouldn't. So I'm just like 50-50 on this game. I think we should win. But I think you hit it on the head this week talking about this is a team that the Washington Redskins would, would lose. This is a game that the Washington Redskins would lose. And I think that's in the back. So I'm guarding my heart, if yeah. that makes sense. If I yeah. were in a relationship, I'll be guarding my heart. You know, like, <laughs> like it's too big, you know. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. Hold on one sec. Hey, can you hear me? Yeah. That's funny. I love that analogy that you used. But when you've been in an abusive relationship for 20 years, <laughs> <laughs> it, it makes sense to guard your heart. I, I um, I'm kind of in the, I, I feel like I'm in a, in a spot where you know where I was. I when they were they were two and seven. Let's not forget that they were two and seven a few weeks ago. And I was in a spot where I was like, okay, well, if you're two and seven, and I know the division's bad, but I think if you're gonna lose, then just lose. And once you get there, usually you're rooting for the team to win, and so when they lose, you're disappointed. But if you're saying just lose, then it becomes it gets kind of tricky because they win and you're happy, mm-hmm. but then they lose and you're not really mad. And I almost mm-hmm. feel like they've been winning because I haven't I haven't been hard pressed for them to win because I can also see some advantages from not winning. I'm a little scared Tay, to fully commit to asking them to win because we talked about the superstition stuff <laughs> and I'm worried that if I start fully committing and rooting for my heart out for them to win, then they're going to start losing. I think it's best for myself, for you, for the team, for the fan base. For me to kind of stay lukewarm and say, if they win, I would love that. That's great. Go for the division. If they lose, I still see the advantages. Because I think that if I commit too hard one way or the other, the opposite is going to happen. All right. All right. That's where I'm at. I'm, 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 okay, I'm, so say, I'm in the superstition. <laughs> so, okay. So, say, say if they win, now put us at six. Six and seven, so right? Seven gets you the vision. I think so. You say you say seven wins probably get you the the division. Possibly. So what's what's going to be your stance then? I mean, if Are they, they were, going to cheer for wins, only you got three so, shots. So here's the thing: the only re- I'm I am cheering for wins now. I want them to. I would. Lo- it would be cool for them to finish the season seven and zero and finish nine and seven. That'd be an unbelievable turnaround. But I feel like if mm-hmm. I do that, I am I am then jinxing it from happening. Mm-hmm. So if they win, I, like I'm rooting for them to win on Sunday, absolutely. And if they win, I'm gonna root for them to beat the Seahawks. But I'm scared now to fully commit because it feels like whatever I want to happen, the opposite happens. So I don't know, yeah. man. I 
and 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 I know. I think in my heart, I know that I've said it. Whatever we want doesn't affect what happens. But when I really think about it, I just feel like I've been burned so many times, Tay. Where I've <laughs> I've tried to beat the system. I've tried to beat the powers that be, and I said I don't care. I don't care if I if control what happens. Yeah. <laughs> but then they always make me pay for it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think my mic is kind of going in and out some. Um, so, but I'll talk from a, a less superstitious standpoint and a more scientific analytical standpoint <laughs> and say, I am feeling like Washington is a team that's trending upward and that the 49ers are a team that's trending downward. And so, mm-hmm. I feel that the advantage goes to Washington. Now, this is something For I sure. tweeted, and and it's it's interesting to me, Matt. Uh, you know, their last they won, they beat the they beat the Patriots thirty three to six, six weeks ago. Since then, they've lost uh, four out of five. The one win, obviously, being the Rams. Mm-hmm. And when you look at just offensively, what they've been able to do, they've gone into the there's basically. With less than 10 minutes left in the fourth quarter of their last five games, let me read the scores for you that the 49ers offense has put up and what the difference has been. Less than 10 minutes in the fourth quarter, Seahawks, it was 7-30 to 30 Seahawks. Packers, it was 3-34 to 34 Packers. Saints, it was 10-27 to 27 Saints. Rams, the offense had scored 10, the 49ers offense, so it was 10-20 to 20 Rams. And then Bills, 17-34 to 34 Bills. So I'm basically saying that to say that the 49ers offense is really struggling and that it, the, the scores mm-hmm. ended up being a little bit different, but it was garbage time when they put up a lot of their points. They've been getting beat early mm-hmm. by teams. On the same token, the Seahawks, Packers, Saints, Rams, Bills is a tough five-game stretch. Yeah, for sure. And Washington's offense, though improving, is not at the level of these. So my concern about the game is can, can Washington's offense get up on them because we know how they play in the second half. They play well in the second half, but can they get up on them or no? And and we don't have any reason to think that they will, right? Yeah, I don't think they will, at least in the first quarter. I mean, I think I can always tell when we're going to win a game by how close it is in the first half. Mm. For okay. instance, if the score is 10 to 13, I have no doubt in my mind that we're going to probably blow the team out in the second half. Okay. Yeah. Cause they score so much in the yeah. second half. <laughs> if, yeah. it's, if it's 21, three, I'm like, okay, well, we may be able to tie it at the end. We may be able to push back. I don't think it's going to be enough. Yeah. In the situation where Pittsburgh is 14, three, I always had, a, a, I know we're a second half team. So what I'm trying to say here is if we can come out 14, Oh, or, 14-6 in that first half or 7-3 or, you know, or 10-3 or 10 to – I think we have potential to blow this team out, honestly. Mm. But it's going to be key in that first half to stay close. Yeah. Because the second half I'm not really worried about. It's just the first half. we got to keep half. the game close. That's a good – I mean, that's a good point, and that makes sense. Because if you're, if you're close in the first half, they're scoring the most points of any team in the NFL in the second half. And stopping – yeah, and they've only given up. I, I pulled up this stat from uh, Washington Realm: one second half touchdown since week five. You see what I'm saying? Defense. That's insane. You see what I'm saying? So it's like, 
whatever the 49ers want to do in this game, they better get it done in the second, exactly. in the first half. Get exactly. it done. Get all your points out in the first half because you're going to have trouble in the second. Um, but that's been the story of the season. You see, we always lose the game in the first half. If you look at it, we always lose. The, the games we lost has always been because of the the deficit we faced in the, in the first in half. the first half. I mean, you're right. The both Giants. Majority games. of them. Yeah. Both Giants. Both Giants games. Cleveland. Cleveland. Um, uh, the Lions game. Lions. Yeah. You're, no, that's a great point. And and they've they've been able to essentially come back in all of them, but not finish it off. Yeah. Right. I mean, even yeah. the Browns game, they came back and took the lead, and then they took just the lead, didn't man. finish it off. And same for the Giants games; they came back, and for the Lions game, they tied it up. So that is a good point, Tate. Um, just not getting not getting beat in the in the first half, so your inevitable second half run isn't too much to over. You haven't you can't over. It's not too much to overcome. Exactly. Um, the only other thing that concerns me about the 49ers too is that they are m- much more of a run-focused team than the past three teams that they've played. The Bengals, Cowboys, Steelers. Are, I mean, they, they can't run the ball much. They haven't had much success, and, and Washington has done a good job of stopping it. When they played the Giants before that, they had some serious problems, and the Lions. So my concern about the 49ers is that when they win, it's because they run the, they run the ball well. And I think if the game is starting and we got to the first quarter and the 49ers have like 60, 70 rushing yards, we might be in for a long day mm-hmm. because mullet, if it, and I mean, it's, you know, it's maybe it, it kind of goes without saying not so much because if you stop the Steelers from running the ball, it's still going to be a close game with the 49ers. If you, if you don't let them run the ball and you force Nick Mullins to drop back and throw, Mm-hmm. Well, that's where the Chase Youngs and the Montez Sweats and the Ryan Kerrigans mm-hmm. and the Paynes and the Settles and the Allens of the world come into play. And then you're going to get some turnovers and force some sacks. And, you know, so I'll be curious to see how Jack Del Rio has these guys prepared to stop the run. Because I think if you can contain the run, it's as good as a win, barring oh, sure. a five turnover game by the offense. For sure. That's really it for me. That's really my only concern is, is really mainly just that they stop the running game. <laughs> Yeah, honestly, <laughs> I've come to the fact where our defense is for real. Like, it's so crazy. They are. I <laughs> like, think I'm they not, are. I'm not worried about the run game. Um, <laughs> okay. I'm really not. I mean, I'm sorry, but I'm just not. I just feel like our defense is just, like, really, really good. <laughs> you know, and that's like, the thing. They're playing with some serious, like, swag and confidence and energy. Yeah. They, yeah. they are for real. Um. You go back to the first, not the first, the, the four weeks, weeks two through five, which was the worst weeks for the defense. It gave up over 30 in each game against some good teams. But, man, it's kind of crazy. I think a large part of the improvement, aside from just time and familiarity and adjustments and tweaks by the defensive staff, Landon Collins and Troy Apke back there at safety were a serious, serious problem. Yeah. And now that you have Cameron Kroll and DeShazer Everett, suddenly it's not as much of a problem and the defense is playing better. And like I said, that's not the only reason why, but that's also not a coincidence. Mm-hmm. And I said Apke and Collins, yeah. not just Apke. Yeah. Cameron Kroll is, ba- is playing better than Landon Collins was. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. DeShazer Everett is playing <laughs> infinitely better than Apke was. If we can briefly talk about DeShazer Everett, do you think that his play – makes free safety less of a priority going into next year? Like like a high-level starter, like less of a priority? 
I don't think we need we need them on special teams. Mm-hmm. I would say this. I don't think it's a. I don't think we need like a big name guy back there. Yeah, I don't. I, I, <laughs> I don't think they do. And also, I don't. They have so much money tied up in Landon Collins that they can't do anything yeah. with right now. I don't really see them tying up uh, mm-hmm. over a hundred million dollars in the safety position. I know Anthony Harris is coming. Out. Maybe maybe they maybe they get maybe they get someone else. They probably get someone else, a veteran, but a cheaper guy. Yeah, I don't I see. Mean, them. I would rather draft someone. I mean, yeah, honestly. just draft. Yeah, no. I mean, I we got Cameron Crow in the seventh round. So right, right, right. Seriously, um, this team has always kind of found safeties that have like played well, and then for yes. some reason, like Chris Horton, um, yeah, um, Kareem Moore was kind of good for a bit. Monty yeah, Nicholson was kind of good for a bit. Kaishan yeah, Jarrett, <laughs> now Cameron yeah, Crow, yeah. and Everett. But um, yeah, I just that's something that's been on my mind. And I, like, I and, I, and I want them to kind of develop Reeves too. I like Reeves. He Reeves has a good positive Reeves attitude, man. I want to see yeah. Reeves get a chance as well. Uh, yeah, I, I don't see them. I think Landon Collins' contract alone, which they can't get rid of, and which I don't think anybody would trade for. <laughs> no, I don't see them tying up a lot of money in the safety spot, mm-hmm. especially since it hasn't been a liability anymore. He has, he's yeah. like Everett's not making like Earl Thomas type of plays, but he's not. Yeah making huge mistakes it's not a huge problem however though i do i think we need to lock up big allen oh yeah yeah, yeah that I think, dude is a monster in his first year in this scheme oh my goodness he's been oh, on a roll he man. was he was cooking he was. with the castro in that in that um in that pittsburgh game i'm yeah. like whoa yeah Allen's we, and- we, we gotta figure something out with that position man because no you, you think, really do i think ron I think what's going to happen is I think we'll be re- be able to retain all of them at a reasonable price because of their relationship with Ron. Hmm. I feel like I feel like they love him so much that they're like you know hmm. I'm willing to take a pay. I'm when the time so? comes, obviously I think so. I mean, man. I, 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 hmm. As long as you're winning, you know, and 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 I think it depends on the amount of the pay cut. It depends. Yeah, it depends. I kind of feel like they are going to get to a spot. And I don't know how we got here talking about this, but I'm fine with it. Yeah. Um, it's my fault, actually. It's always my fault. <laughs> but I think they may get to the spot where one guy has to be traded, which is not yeah. a bad thing. Let me no, talk about not. Settle, Payne, Allen, and Ioannidis. And Sweat. <laughs> and Young. <Yeah. laughs> so, but it's kind of like what the Niners did, where they traded a DeForest Buckner. They got a first, yeah, and, and then they went and drafted someone else. On a rookie contract, yeah. Right. But Allen, I think, is a great – I think he's a great culture guy, you know. Yeah, that's just is. find it hard to get rid of him. Yeah. So maybe – and then and then I think between Payne, Settle, and Ioannidis, I think Payne probably would have the highest value. Although yeah. I think Ioannidis, as a pass rusher, at least is the best. Yeah. I think Settle and – I don't know, man. It's a, it's, a, it's, it's a crazy wealth of riches at that position. I remember back when it was Kedrick Golston. Oh, my goodness. Lorenzo Alexander. Uh, Terrence yeah. Knight. Terrence that pot rose to never pot rose. did anything. Oh There's other names too, but anyway, it's it's good. It's a good problem to have. Also, and my last thing on the defensive line position is I'd be fine with them re-signing Ryan Kerrigan for like two years, two yeah. years, twenty million, something small. Yeah, I think that's a great depth. Him as Same. your, you know, and 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 it's an improving team. It'd be the best team he's probably been on. Yeah, for sure. Okay, but anyway, we were t- we were talking about <laughs> we were talking about the 49ers game. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, it, I mean, because it, it kind of correlates because their defense line, you know, their it does definitely. Are, so. It does correlate, uh, but yeah, okay. So, so the key to the game to me, Tay, is stopping the run. That's pr- it's pretty mm-hmm. much that's the key to the game to me. 
key to the game for you? You got one? Run, running, running. Being able I to have run the this ball? weird. Yeah, I think you got to run the ball. I have this weird. Um, what's weird feeling that Peyton Barber is going to chug? <laughs> like I think really? he's going to get like a hundred yards. Like really, I, I, I feel like two TDs. That's like, that's, that's what we would call a bold prediction. <laughs> I need I need to tweet that. That needs to be tweeted. I mean, I hope you're right. That would be great. I just got a feeling, man. I got a because he was running hard last week, man. He was running hard. He ran. He ran. He ran through Logan Thomas. Even look, even the Cowboys game. I mean, he he, he, was he had success hard. that game. You know. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. we'll see. We'll see. I'm kind of. I personally, I would love for the for the split without Gibson in there to be eighty McKissick, twenty Barber. Yeah, but if he's having a day like the one you're predicting, then by all means, give Peyton Barber the ball. He's due for one. I mean, he got to have one good game. He is you're right. Just you know, one. Just one. Just I mean, one. Yeah, and 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 you know maybe Leak Javon Leak who they activated, uh, who they you look yeah. like it looks like they're gonna call, call up from the practice squad, um, from Maryland, right? Maryland Terrapins. Mm. Gotta look it up. Javon Leak. Football running back from the University oh. of yeah Maryland. Okay. Yep, yep, yep. So he's he's close to home. Mm-hmm. Apparently he's a he's a good return guy and has some has some wiggle to him. Really. Running backs are always a position that no matter where you were drafted or if you were undrafted, I'm always curious to see because all it takes is an opportunity and then maybe some guys just got it. Some guys didn't get a chance in college to show it. Mm-hmm. Some, some guys just got it. You know, yeah. it doesn't matter where they're drafted. So I always like to see. And 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 running backs can usually show up pretty quickly. Yeah. Right. This would have um, been an ideal situation for Bryce Love. It would have been so ideal. It would have been. It would have been great. Oh, oper- yeah, it would have been great for him. Such a sad, sad situation. But he'll go on to have a successful career in in medicine, if not in the NFL. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. So my key to the game is stopping the 49ers run. Your key to the game is running, running the ball football. against the 49ers. Mm-hmm. Um. Just a, your friendly reminder that this episode is brought to you by Hot Chicken Kitchen. Check them out. Try their chicken sandwich. You're going to love it. You won't regret it. They're in Woodward, Virginia. So stop by if you get the chance. They're a small local business. Support them during this time and order their food. If you don't want to go there, just order it, have it delivered. If you go in, talk to Anthony or Freddie. Tell them that Tay and Todd sent you. But Tay, I'm, I'm, we went out to Woodbridge a couple days ago, and the only reason we didn't get it is because we were going to dinner later that night. But otherwise, I would have been right Right in there, man. You know, I thought about it this week. Would it be in a four twenty-five game? It's a four twenty-five game. Yeah. Oh man, I, I didn't realize that. <laughs> yeah. And we had we had to rush last time. We don't have to. We rush had to rush. We wouldn't have to rush. Yeah. I had not to take that side. It's not a bad idea. You've got there, Tay. <laughs> Something to consider. You know? Something to consider. <laughs> I I was completely oblivious to the fact that it was a four twenty-five game. Yeah. I forgot about that, but. Obviously, it makes sense because they're going to be on the other side of the country. <clears throat> so, Trent Williams, Jordan Reed, Kyle Shanahan. Anything? Any, any spice there still? You think? No, I'm I'm not scared anymore, um, because we leave with with good terms for the most part. Like Adrian Peterson, normally, like he would have killed us, but I don't think he did much against us. You know, and, and Ron, I remember they asked Ron about, you know, how do you feel about Adrian? He said, well, I mean, we didn't do anything wrong to him in so many words, you know, and mm-hmm. and um, we didn't do anything wrong to Trent as far as this regime. 
um, we got rid of him, you know, and uh, Jordan, I think it was feelings with mutual in that aspect where I don't think he has any ill will. Kyle, he said himself that there's no any ill, there's not any ill will. So, um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm not looking at it as a, as a, I'm not typically in the past about, like, oh my goodness, here we go, about to play Josh Norman, or here we go, about to play this person, watch him get like two pick sixes and, you know, I don't feel that way. I think it's just football now and business, and they see we meet. You know, we're 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 trying to grind and we're trying to grow as a team. So I don't think I'm not worried about any. I mean, obviously, I'm looking forward to the matchup with Chase and Trent, and obviously the matchup with Jordan and our linebackers. But um, yeah, I don't I don't think it'll be that much of a big deal. Can you hear me? Yep. I don't know what the problem is, man. It's really starting to make me mad. Anyway, uh, you know, the problems that Trent, the prop, the people that Trent had problems with are gone. Jordan Reed, there really was no ill will. He just, he, he was injured. They released him. Kyle Shanahan, first of all, Kyle Shanahan left in 2014. Mm-hmm. Nobody is still here <laughs> from 2014. Right. And also, I mean, it's like Ron Rivera is the head coach now. Jason Wright's the president. Like, you can't. You can't not respect like he said it himself, Kyle Shannon. He respects the heck out of Ron Rivera. Mm-hmm. Like, so any any issue we could have would be left with Dan Snyder. I want to I want to yeah. make no, but I I don't think there's much fire there. I think Jordan Reed is probably gonna have like a touchdown. I think Trent Williams, Chase Young will be a good battle, but I don't think there's like fire like last last year when Kyle Shanahan was given Mike Shanahan the game ball. You know, mm-hmm. um, does Chase Young get a sack on Trent? I think he gets. A, I'm gonna I'm go with the holding penalty. I think it's the holding yeah. penalty. I don't know if he gets the sack. <laughs> yeah. What are you looking forward to watching that? I am looking forward to seeing that. Tom Compton is also on the 49ers. Yeah. Um, my last thing is I was just stopping the run. I think their one win in the last five against the Rams, they had 112 rushing yards. But against the Bills, the 49ers had 86. Against the Saints, they had uh, 49. Against the Packers, they had 55. And against the Seahawks, it was 52. So it just seems like when they run for over 100 specifically, that's when they're winning. When they get away from that run and you make a Nick Mullins drop back and throw the ball – yeah. That's a problem. And if we win, if we win, this is a double uh, win because we have their third round pick. So, oh yeah, that's right, that's right. Yeah, that's a good point. Those two thirds are really going to come in handy. Um, you want to do some wins of the week? Yep. Yes, let's do it. Win, win of the week for me would be Peyton Barber over seventy yards. Mm, okay. All right. Uh, one of the week for me for it would be like five plus catches for Cam Sims, especially if I don't know Richard Sherman's not at that level anymore, but he may be following Terry. They may, you know, Salah is a good defensive coordinator. They may take Terry away as much as possible. Mm-hmm. Throw the ball to Cam Sims because he's he seems like he's going to make something happen. So he keeps going through these five get five catches, a hundred yards, zero, zero, zero. You know, so yeah. that'd be one of the week for me. One of the week for me would be getting on defense first as opposed to offense. I love when we get on defense. Like, I had a good feeling love against that Pittsburgh when, when our defense went out there and got a stop, three and out. Yeah, the yeah. Ball and then let us, you know, that's what I want to see. Let the defense get out there first. 
let's get a stop and let's 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 hit them first on defense. A win of the week for me would be deferring. No, okay. But, yeah, deferring, deferring, or them receiving. Yeah, or them receiving. Yeah, I totally agree with that. I love when the defense starts off because I have a lot of confidence in the defense mm-hmm. to stop them. But when the offense gets stopped and then you punt the yeah. ball and the field position, it just yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Um, for me, it would be like getting like three turnovers. Mm. That the the one thing that is really that this defense has not been great at these past few weeks is getting. I know they got the interception at the end of the Steelers game, but you know that was they haven't been getting a lot of turnovers. They've had so many fumbles that they have not recovered, <laughs> you know, which I'm not I'm not blaming them for. I'm blaming Sprinkle for the special teams one, but I'm not blaming them for, you know, the other ones. It's the way the ball bounces. But get like three turnovers off of Nick Mullins, man. I like Nick Mullins, but get like three turnovers off yeah. of him. That's my one of the week. Yeah. One of the week for me would be a sack on Trent Williams, so either whether mm-hmm. it be Sweat or whether it be Chase. Or Kerrigan. Kerrigan. Yeah. yeah. I would love that matchup, you know, as well. So I yeah. want to see a sack where Trent is just looking. They put the camera on him. He's just looking blown that he just gave up a sack. Fumble. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So then you get your sack. I get my fumble. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Um, I'm going to say for Alex, I guess kind of along the same lines of, of just protecting the ball. He protected the ball. And I, they think they beat the Steelers largely because they didn't turn the ball over. And the 49ers' offense is struggling, but their defense is still good. I mean, their defense really seems like it's good. They have given up a lot of points, but those are some good teams they've given up points to. So Alex Smith continue to protect the ball and continue to stay healthy. One of the week for me would be another one would be, um, let's see these linebackers shoot the gaps. I want to see Holcomb and Thomas Davis and uh, Kevin Pierre-Lewis who kind of cooled down recently i want to see those guys come out hit that hit that like we need to as far as the run game we need to be going vertical as opposed to horizontal obviously yeah. the zone scheme um i want to see the, the the linebackers step up again they play really well i think i think they played well last week bostic man bostic he had his best game of the season yeah but he's just like weird it's like so inconsistent <laughs> But like mm-hmm. his good games are like, man, he's physical as I don't know what. But then his right. bad games, like, man, he's getting tore up. So I don't know if it's play calling. I don't know if it's, you know, scheme. I don't know what it is. But he played really well, and I just want to see him follow that up with another good game. So the linebackers, I want to see linebackers play well. Okay, I guess that kind of segues into mine, which I think is my last one. Which I have to say, since I stressed them stopping the run, is keeping them under 100 rushing yards. Because I'm telling you, Tay, if they get if they get that ball going, running the ball early, I think it's going to be a long game, yeah. man. And Kyle Shanahan is still a good off a good offensive mind. Oh, so yeah. don't you know? Just because they have a backup quarterback and they don't have their star tight end and Debo Samuel and and guys, their running backs are back. So keep them under 100 rushing yards. Yep. Yep. And I, I think that's that's all I got. Nice, nice. Uh, so yeah, let's. Uh, maybe there's a chance we'll be at it. You know, hot chicken kitchen, messing around, getting some chicken. We'll see what happens. So if we end up out there, we'd love to see you. Uh, and and it, it, look, last time we went, they were – they were, were they one and seven? No. Yeah, two and seven. They were two and seven playing the Bengals mm-hmm. to go to three and seven. So they were two and seven, and they were playing the Bengals. It was yeah. probably the most boring game of the season. Yeah. <laughs> they won. Yeah. Yeah. This is different, though. 
this is this is you know this is a real real playoff race that they're mm-hmm. in. So mm-hmm. let's yeah, see what you happens. Gotta think, you got to think Arizona versus Giants is a is a is kind of a win win situation, right? For right. wild card purposes as well. Yeah, it is, I was thinking the same thing. It is they'd both be six and seven at that point. Yep. And then yep. if, if Washington huge. beats the Niners, then they've got the same record as the Cardinals. Yep. And we hold the tiebreaker over the the, the Cardinals. Uh, over the 49ers. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So Yeah. It's man, if if that would be if they if they really did, you know, finish off even eight and eight or nine and seven. The crazy thing about it, if they finished nine and seven would be Alex, you know, our friend who's joined the pod. He would deserve some kudos because no matter yeah. what, he would not let them get off that nine and seven record. And if he if he was right, that's impressive stuff. So we'll be you in know, touch. That, the Giants schedule is really, really, really hard. It is. It's definitely tougher. <laughs> yeah, play the the Browns, Ravens, and Cardinals. Yes. Uh, yeah, I I don't think I see them winning more than one. I don't know. This game is huge for them this week. The main thing is the 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 Seahawks have been trending down and the Cardinals are trending down. But I feel like the Browns are trending up and I feel like the Ravens are trending up. Yeah, for sure. And I they can only go so far. Daniel Jones is supposed to be back this week, I think. I think so, yeah. Okay, cuz I was say Cole McCoy got his one win out the way. He's good. He's good for one yeah. unexpected win, but he's not getting you yeah. two. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we we got a lot of experience with Colt around here. Um Okay, anything else to add? No, that, that's it. That's I it. I would love to play the Giants again in the playoffs. If we so happen to get the wild card, I would love to play the Get the wild game. card and, yeah. I don't know if it's possible, but. I'm trying to think. If they get the wild card, they'll be, they'll be seven. The Giants would be four, so they would have to beat there. You need a lot of, you need the, the highest seeds to lose. You'd probably yeah, need the so. Giants at the fourth seed to be the highest seed in the divisional yeah, round. So probably not. So it's possible. It may not be likely, but it's also possible. Tampa, also, Tampa plays Vikings this week. Oh, yeah, so that's, that's another one. That's yep. a big game. So. Actually, before we go, my last question for you. If Washington did win the division and make the playoffs, they're playing the fifth seed. Fifth seed is looking now like Rams or Seahawks or Bucks more than anything. We could maybe say Cardinals, maybe, if they go on a hot streak at the end. And probably not the Saints. I think Saints win the division. So between Rams, Seahawks, Bucks – Cardinals, which team would you most like to play in the playoffs? Feel like you have a chance to win? All of them. Okay, all right. And 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 the reason is because we have nothing to lose. Um, that's a dangerous place to be in. Like Nate Burlinson was talking about it as well on, on Good Morning Football. Um, you know, that's we have nothing to lose. Like we've already exceeded expectations, and we don't have expectations as far as. We don't expect to win. <laughs> yeah, team. yeah, we shouldn't be there, right? You know, so I would, I would be watching against any of those teams with my legs kicked back <laughs> and just watching the show. I know we do owe Arizona. We do play the Rams. We do uh, the Rams. Yeah, the Rams. Yeah, and the Seahawks were about to play. So I was gonna say, I think, I think it would end up being the Seahawks because you know Washington always plays the Seahawks yeah, in the playoffs, yeah, yeah. and they, no one here on the team now knows anything about that or but Tampa. <laughs> or Tampa right the fans remember all the times the Seahawks have knocked us out of the playoffs yes it was yes. what wasn't it 05 07 and 12 mm-hmm. Carlos Rogers oh my gosh I was thinking about him the other day for no reason <laughs> and thinking about how he could not catch the ball oh my goodness <laughs> but anyway okay 
Is that all? Beat Tampa, beat Tampa, and then we go in there to Seattle, and this man drops a pick. We were so close to getting to the NFC Champions. Mm-hmm. That was 05, right? Yeah. 05, yeah, when they went 10-6. Sean and six. Alexander had Sean Alexander, and I think we would have played the Bears, if I'm not mistaken. Mm, okay. Uh, maybe, man. I don't know. Joe Gibbs. That was a, that was a fun four-year stretch with Gibbs. Yeah, it was. But Ron Rivera is, I think, the best coach they've had since Gibbs. So. Oh, hands down. Well, yeah, hands down. You're right. Okay, All right. my last question before we end. Go ahead. If they do, if they do go nine and seven, is he your coach of the year? Ron Rivera. Mm. Who are the other candidates? Like I think Stefanski. Tomlin, Stefanski. Ooh, I'm a. You know what? Yes. You know what? He has to be. He has to be because what Stefanski has done is super impressive. But the Browns have. They started off good all year. Mm-hmm. Well, they've played well. Um, Mike Tomlin, the Steelers are the Steelers. Sure, they, they were 11 and 0, they're 11 and 1. That's mm-hmm. great. Ron Rivera took a 3 and 13 team from 2 and 7 to 9 and 7 while fighting cancer with a quarterback who is making the best comeback ever. He has to be coach of the year, right? Three different quarterbacks. Three different quarterbacks. I, I yeah, and and not, yeah, yeah, I, I think so. Um, I, I don't know how much of everything they take into account when they vote, mm-hmm. but I mean, uh, I think what he's what he would have done if that were to happen, going nine and seven would be more impressive than than the teams that have just been good for the year. You gotta think that would be his third coach of the year award. That's crazy. People That's insane. One. <laughs> That's insane. That's a good question. I'm gonna put that on Twitter, Tay. Because it's like it's impressive what Stefanski is doing, but they built a team and they've been good this year. And he but like <laughs> Ron Rivera, <laughs> to triple your wins, to triple your wins with three different starting quarterbacks, that'd be insane. That'd be insane. So that's a good question, and I'm about to tweet it. Are you saying yes also? I say yes because the cancer, I think you got to factor all those things in. Yeah. And and to me, the debate of Ben Roethlisberger, Alex Smith for comeback player of the year is over now. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's just over. Yeah. So, uh, Okay. Anything else? Will we see the white on white jerseys again this year? <laughs> <laughs> uh, if 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 week seventeen is a winning in, then yeah. Okay. All right. Oh, actually, there's one last <laughs> there's one last thing I want to say. Kevin Sheehan said that he thinks there's a zero percent chance Dwayne Haskins is back next year, and he said he thinks a lot of it has to do with the fact that Ron Rivera's like his guys, the guys he wants on the team are guys where he doesn't have to pull them along to do the things that he wants them to do. Like the Terry's, like the Chases, you know. Uh, he just think there's a zero percent chance. I just thought that was interesting. I'm just, I'm not trying to start a conversation. I just thought that yeah. was interesting. I have a weird feeling that, and I'm going to end on this. I know I said that five different times. Yeah, we both have. Mark, mark my words. December 11th, 3:15 p.m. on a Friday, that Kyle Trask will be the next Washington football team quarterback. And I think he's going to do a heck of a job. I think he's, I think he's the real deal. I'm going to, you know what I'm going to do? I'm not even going to tweet that. If it happens, I'm going to pull it out. Okay. If it happens, I'm going to pull it out and say, you called it. You called the date and everything. You know, this is our 50th episode and we didn't even say that. Whatever, man. Congratulations to us on 50 episodes. Yes, sure. <laughs> we'll celebrate at a hundred. How about that? Yeah. yeah I'm cool with that. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. It, anything else? Nope, that's it. All right. (laughs) Thank you for listening. This is Todd. This is Tate. And we will talk to you all next week.
Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.